Hello, communicators. Welcome to episode six of the audio series, The Communicator, and to the world of corporate communications from an in-house lens. I'm Yesenia Reynoso, your host, and thanks so much for tuning in to another episode. If you are new to the show or are becoming a general member, welcome back to the communications circle. If you are on social media, I am available on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes, I am still calling it Twitter, even though it is now rebranded as X. And for the love of me, I still have not gotten accustomed to the change, nor will I ever. So I will continue calling it as such, Twitter, even though X is now known for branding purposes. So Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, all of my social media handles will be listed in the episode description and as well as the comment section below. If you have a question, comment, suggestion, or anything that pops up in your mind, my email address will also be listed on the episode description and comment section below. And finally, if you are listening to the show either via the computer or electronic portable device, all current and future episodes of The Communicator are exclusively hosted on YouTube and Spotify. And all new episodes will be coming out the first and third Mondays on the month. So make sure you circle your calendars. Woo! Now that we got all of the housekeeping updates out of the way, welcome back to episode six. I'm so excited to be uh, joining you all in the communications universe as we dive in into another episode of The Communicator, where we're going to be talking about teams. This is now the second part of our two-part series. Episode five was about the current status of teams that are assembled in a corporate communications department. And now we're going to be looking ahead into the future. I'm going to put on my psychic uh, mindset and give you a forecast or a sneak peek as to what the future is going to be holding for all of us in-house or agency pros as the communications world continues to prepare and advance towards the future. Now, before we dive in, I just want to make a note for everybody that this has been an incredible journey up to this point. I still cannot believe that we are six episodes in and we're about to enter into the halfway point of season one. I mentioned at episode five that season one is going to be a 15 episode run. And based out of my time calculations, we are currently estimated to have our season one finale at the very end of the year. So keep tabs as I will eventually reveal to you the date of the season one finale before we hit hiatus. And it will also mean the absolute world to me for your support in terms of feedback. I've always tried to listen to you and figure out ways as to how we could not only better improve the show, but deliver a high quality content that is going to be very useful for all for you all to utilize and feedback matters. So if you can, please don't hesitate to send me any kind of comments or feedback, any topics that you believe that I should be speaking about further, ways to improve the show uh, and everything in between. Leave a five-star rating. Uh, feel free to post a review. Uh, all feedback is certainly welcome. And, and again, um, having you as part of this journey means uh, means everything to me. And so I'm very grateful for all of that. And so we are now going to dive in into our second part of our corporate communications team series. We're going to be focusing on the future of what 
how teams are going to not only look like, but also some of the, the key tasks that they're going to be focusing on in the future as communications departments continue to pick up and adapt to different types of environments. It is also of high importance for us PR pros to stay up to date and discovering new ways as to how we can make our work much more effective uh, and seamless. So let's communicate about teams, the future, shall we? All right, so now we're going to be talking about the future. Now I know that we don't have on top of the head as to what exactly is going to happen to the future. We can't predict it, but we can certainly forecast it and get a glimpse as to what the communications world is going to be like in 10, 20, 50, 100 years, who knows? But it's always great to see how the trends continue to proceed in one direction and then eventually shape shift to another but it's also important for us to stay up to date as to what is happening and figuring out ways as to how these trends are going to affect our communications teams and how do we make those necessary adjustments to ensure that our day-to-day -day business objectives, goals, and initiatives continue to stay on track. And so on episode five, if you haven't gotten the chance to listen to it, again, strongly recommend you do so. We talked about the current structure of corporate communications teams, the roles, the purpose of them, and why is it important for organizations to put their monetary and operational resources to having and formulating a corporate communications department. And so I wanted to point out a particular LinkedIn post that I popped up in my feed about several weeks ago uh, from someone who made a comment about the future of public relations teams. Now, as we've all gotten to recognize, uh, communications was under marketing. Marketing communications always intersect with one another as there are pl plenty of similarities, but also some key differences. And most of the time, public relations, which focuses on reputational management, media relations, internal communications, and storytelling, among other things, always uh, reports under marketing. But this individual made a specific uh, case that it should be in reverse, that it should be that PR and communications should be the ones that is overseeing marketing. Because Public relations is now, if it, um, if, it, if it has already, uh, currently experiencing a corporate communications renaissance where now businesses are now realizing the importance of having communications experts in the rooms. It is important uh, for uh, businesses to have PR pros that understand how to maneuver any kind of crisis, uh, rep reputation in terms of establishing any kind of credibility for thought leadership, external, communica external communications, digital, or any other relevant communications initiative, as well as any kind of engagement, whether it's with stakeholders, followers, board of directors, and other key individuals. 
So I could attest to that kind of statement because PR is its own ecosystem. It has now become its own entity where it is literally juggling a wide variety of key objectives. And so PR needs to have its own standing. I, throughout my career, I have had experiences where I have worked, whether as a one-stop shop or in the small teams, but most of the time, my experiences, I've worked either under another department. Now, I know in uh, during my, my for-profit experience, I've worked uh, in both sales and PR, but PR at the time was under the marketing wing. And um, in my most uh, recent uh, nonprofit role, I worked uh, under the development uh, umbrella. And then there have been other instances uh, throughout my career where communications has been its own separate department and I've reported uh, directly to the communications head. And so there are many different variations as to how organizations want to position communications within the organization. The way that I see it, given the amount of importance and how teams are going to be better operated, it is recommended that you have a separate entity and communications be its own department. When you have a communications team that is uh, operating as its own uh, separate entity within the organization, with a with a communications team that effectively knows the roles that they are handling and how it needs to be delivered. Uh, communications can also be that bridge uh, in between departments where they're going to have to be constantly collaborating with other key department heads on a variety of messaging, branding, and storytelling objectives. And so communications uh, needs to have its own road where people can have the chance to work side by side with communications, but also communications since it is pretty much the hub for storytelling. PR is single-handedly responsible for the brand identity, the reputation, and the voice of the organization. It's why we communicate in the first place. And so PR it is the master in terms as to how we communicate, why we communicate, and the ways as to how we communicate to a number of audiences. We are also teachers and gatekeepers in the sense that we educate individuals, whether it's either as an entrepreneur or as a, as a corporate professional, we always have to educate uh, people as to the ins and outs of corporate communications have a, a clear understanding as to how each part within the communications ecosystem operates and why they need to be well-versed understanding it. If some, if you end up working under communications, but within a separate department, there it's a twofold where you, you expect that the individual who's ultimately overseeing the department uh, understands at least the basics of communications. 
if that individual does not understand, then uh, then there then there's going to be some sort of conflict. Uh, I always uh, recommend individuals that it's always best to educate and as well as understand how communications works because still today many people do not know how communications works uh, and so us as teachers it is important for us to give them a basic understanding as to what it is and why is it important but we also want the heads to have a to have an understanding as to what communications is all about and how it needs to be implemented into organizational plans. But given how we're looking into the future, it's always, um, and it's heading in that direction, but it's always important to understand that communications needs to be its own entity. Needs to be on its own, but with direct access, not only to senior management, but also access to other departments where they're going to be working simultaneously uh, from a storytelling standpoint. You want to ensure that all bridges go through communications, whether it's external, internal, digital. The, the ecosystem is very vast, and it's really important that communications leads the way in terms as to the current... Uh, the current uh, strategy, and as well as the and the management and the execution of it. And so, based out of my experience, I always want to give uh, people the chance uh, for them to learn about it, but also I want to be able to understand their perspective and how I can come in utilizing my PR experience to help them further amplify their footprints. But summing everything up, the future of corporate communications departments has been influenced by several trends and advancements in the business and communications landscape. Now, again, as much as we want to predict into the future and give uh, a variety of directions, uh, we also have to understand that the future of corporate communications is based on trends that are currently, that we are all currently witnessing in today's day and age. And so some of the areas as to how corporate communications teams are going to be formulated uh, include in the following areas. Digital communications. No doubt about it, we are we are currently witnessing a digital transformation where the future of corporate communications will continue to be heavily influenced by digital. Companies will adopt more advanced communications technologies, such as AI-powered websites, chat boxes, personalized messaging, and augmented reality or a virtual reality experience. The next key point is data-driven insight. As data becomes increasingly accessible and essential, corporate communications teams will leverage data analysis and artificial intelligence to gain insight into audience behavior, audience sentiment analysis, and content performance. This data-driven approach will enable more targeted and effective communication strategies. Point number three, the integration of internal and external communications, the fusion. The traditional divide between internal and external communications will continue to have a blur 
But eventually, companies will recognize the importance of aligning both of those key entities to ensure that message alignment to employees and external stakeholders have consistent and transparent messaging. Point number four, authenticity and purpose-driven communication. Consumers and stakeholders are emphasizing sorry, corporate social responsibility and authenticity a lot more. The future of corporate communications will definitely involve more purpose-driven storytelling and transparent communication about a company's values, initiatives, and impact. Storytelling today now must have a purpose-driven mentality. It's what resonates with audience, it's what connects people the most, and it is the number one key ingredient when formulating your story. Point number five, real-time communication and social media. The rise of social media and real-time communication platforms will require corporate communication teams to be agile and responsive. Brands must engage with customers and promptly respond to inquiries and feedback. Point number six, audio and visual content. Visual and video content will continue to gain major importance in corporate communications, especially when formulating strategies. Live streaming, interactive videos, and visual storytelling will captivate audiences and convey messages effectively and efficiently. Point number seven, influencer and employee advocacy. Organizations will increasingly collaborate with influencers and empower employees as brand advocates to extend their reach and credibility in the market. Point number eight, multilingual and global communications. As companies expand their global presence, corporate communications teams must adapt by providing and amplifying multilingual content and consider cultural nuisances in their communication strategy. As we are now seeing, many organizations are now putting a much bigger emphasis on developing multilingual communications since it gives organizations the opportunity to not only introduce themselves to a new audience, but also to establish credibility and trust. Number, point number nine, automated personalization. With advancements in AI, corporate communications teams will become more personalized, tailoring content and messages to individual preferences and interests. Point number 10, remote work and virtual collaboration. Thanks, within part, I should say, with to the COVID-19 pandemic, accelerated the adoption of remote work and virtual collaboration. Corporate communications departments must continue to adapt to this brand new work environment, utilizing digital tools to foster collaboration and maintain employee engagement. As we have seen, internal communications is now going to have a much bigger role in the years ahead, thanks to the complete reinvention of the work environment. We are now adapting more to a remote and hybrid work model, even though we are witnessing organizations trying to return to uh, going back into that return to office mindset. But either way, the remote hybrid world is here to stay. And as internal communication um, entities uh, and resources continue to pop up, it is of vital importance for organizations to have an idea as to how they can keep employees engaged and productive. And finally, point number 11, emphasis on employee well-being. Communications around employee well-being, mental health, and work-life balance will gain prominence as companies recognize the importance of supporting their workforce. Now, it's important to note that these trends are subject to ongoing developments, technological advancements, consumer behavioral shifts, and the evolving 
business landscape will shape the future of corporate communications. But successful corporate communications departments must be adaptable, innovative, and responsive to stay ahead in this dynamic environment. And as we have mentioned in episode number five, with the rise of the CCOs, the chief communications officers, they're now having a much bigger seat in the table. A lot of these corporate communications uh, heads are looking for individuals that are going to have a specific uh, specific emphasis in media relations, crisis management, social media, and multilingual communications. There's also going to be a need for individuals to have an understanding as to the current environment uh, that is in play, the cultural advocacy uh, that employee that employees are going to be giving to these corporate communications teams and as well as corporate communications teams delivering on that role in advocating for not only the organization's cultural and values, but also some keep, but also, I should say, societal issues that continue to come into the interface of our society. And so with that, that ends our current episode, episode number six, about the future of corporate communications teams. Now, if you have any questions or concerns about this episode or the previous episodes, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to me via email, leave a comment in the in the comment section box below uh and as well as uh follow me on not only on social media but also across spotify youtube uh and as well as i'm very happy to say uh all podcast mediums yes that is right i am happy to announce that the communicator is now available across all major podcast mediums uh so don't hesitate to google Apple, iHeartRadio, you name it, whatever it is, the communicator is now available across podcast mediums. So we are expanding and I'm very much looking forward to continue spreading the word about the communicator. I also want to give a, a quick note about uh, the, the other podcast that I have, uh, Marketer Pitch. If you are not subscribed to my LinkedIn newsletter, The Legacy, I will put that in the episode description. I will love it if all of you can follow me on uh, this journey as well. Subscribe to the Legacy Newsletter, which is exclusively on LinkedIn. I made the announcement that Marketer Pitch will be going on hiatus. Originally, we had plans for season four, but after a very careful conversation with myself and my partner and good friend Corey Davis, we decided that uh, there's a lot of moving parts uh, within our personal professional lives that we felt that uh, it was time to give the podcast a pause and evaluate to see what exactly uh, exactly we are going to do, the direction is going to go. Uh, so we're going to think very carefully. It may come back as what it was before, or it may be reinvented in some sort, or it would retire. Not sure, but the beauty of it is that during this hiatus, we're gonna have the time to figure out the next direction where Marketer Pitch goes. So stay tuned. Uh, if you are a viewer of Marketer Pitch, thank you so much for listening. Uh, 
throughout uh, his journey. All the episodes are available across major podcasting mediums. I will leave all of the links uh, for you to uh, for you to listen to. And don't forget, Marketer Pitch is a new is a marketing and PR news and trends podcast from a black and brown perspective. And we really had a wonderful time talking about those two uh, industry plugs that both Corey and I are respectively a part of. And so uh, with that, thank you all so very much for tuning in to another episode of The Communicator. I will see you all again in two weeks' time. Episode number seven will be coming out on Monday, August 21st. Don't forget again to hit those follow and subscribe buttons. Follow and subscribe to The Communicator. Follow and subscribe to the Legacy Newsletter. And follow and subscribe uh, to me across all mediums. Looking forward to seeing all of you again in two weeks time for episode number seven. Take care, everyone. Till then.